This is Winning with Wellness, a podcast about inspiring the wellness warrior in you. If you are feeling lost or alone in your wellness journey, or are looking for new ideas and inspiration, you are in the right place. A place you can learn about all things wellness in business, life, and living. Your host, Jenny Rice, will be bringing you inspiring stories and practical tools to improve your overall wellness, personally and professionally. Imagine what living a life of wellness would be like. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Winning with Wellness. I am very excited to introduce you to Stacey Berger. We are going to have a really wicked conversation around wellness today. Welcome aboard, Stacey. Yay. I'm going to share with everybody a little bit about your background and then let's get into it. How's that sound? Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Awesome. So you guys, Stacey um, has a proven system to turning your dreams into your reality. Who doesn't want that? From her 20 plus years working with transformational principles, Stacy sees it working in her own life as well as her clients' lives. And she would love to show you how to do the same in yours. So we are going to tap into this like actual passion, belief system, style, tools that you dig into in your daily life as well as with your clients. Stacy, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, this is such a big question. How do people turn their dreams into reality? Uh, it's, you know, million dollar question in so many ways. And it feels so obscure because it's not something we've been trained in. And the, the truth is just like there's laws of electricity, there's laws of mathematics, there's laws of aerodynamics. When we understand those laws, electricity always existed. We didn't create electricity. We learned how to harness the laws of electricity to create light. And just like those invisible laws, we have invisible laws that govern transformation. Now that was a whole lot right there. That's so juicy. Okay. So let's unpack that. (laughs) Yeah. So just like you would go to a master electrician, right? If you wanted electricity and you wanted light in your home, people come to me when they want results because I understand the invisible laws of transformation and how do we turn a dream, an idea from a thought into our actual life. And there is a proven, repeatable, predictable system that when we follow it, we are guaranteed to create results. And that's pretty exciting to me. So there are people listening right now that are like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was possible. How did you uncover or discover these these secret laws or these these hidden laws? Mm, I would call myself, I was an unconscious competent for many years. Got it. So what that means is I was creating results in my life, not perfect by any means, but I was creating results inside of my life. And there was a moment in time, and and I'll tell you quickly um, what was going on in my life. I'm a, I'm a high achiever, right? So I set goals, I go after them, I achieve them. And my husband and I had been married for about a year and we were ready to start a family. And so here's another goal, ready to check it off. And that's not the way it, it went. And six months went by and a year went by and a year and a half and two years and 
almost three years. And in that three years, I'm looking around going, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with my husband? Why isn't this happening? Maybe I'm not meant to be all the inner dialogue. And through a a series of serendipitous events, we were introduced to a course and we signed up for this course. We attended it together. And on the first day they said, okay, what would your home run be by means of taking this class? And the number one on both of our list was to start a family. And they taught us in that class that our thoughts create a reality. And I feel like I knew that, you know, I was a positive person. I understood that I was responsible for my own words. Like I understood it at a certain level, but that night something shifted. And I realized that for the last almost three years, I had been focused on what I didn't want. What's wrong with me? Why isn't this happening? What's wrong with Jeff? Everyone else is pregnant. Why, why not, not, not. And that night, Jenny, I shifted back to why did I want to be a mom where I could feel there's a holding this baby and hear the words mom and the little pitter patter of the little feet on Christmas morning. And, and I shifted. The only thing that changed was me. And within just three weeks, we were pregnant. Oh, I can't and- for you right now. <laughs> That caught my attention. Right. What happened? Like, like the universe two by four, hey? Yeah. And so it it woke me up. Like there's something here. And that was in 2008. And I have dedicated my life to uncovering the, the success formula and what happened. And now I can look with mathematical precision. Oh, that's why that worked. Oh, that's why that didn't work. That's why that person's able to generate success. That's why that person is struggling. And it's, it's beautiful in its precision, but it's not something we've been taught. And so since 2008, I've really dedicated my own life to this study and in supporting other people to really understand just like a master electrician understands the laws of electricity, the the invisible laws of success. Well, and would you say to so many of us hear this manifestation word and, you know, um, you know, create your own reality. And again, our thoughts become our things. And it's so interesting through your own experience and discovery, realizing that you were working against your own mission and your own vision for your family. Talk about a, a powerful aha moment and then an affirmation of the shift and change to, you know, find yourself um, blessed with, you know, with pregnancy and with a, with a child. So when you think about right now, I know we have somebody listening who's thinking to themselves, I don't know that I can fully step into taking this path or maybe they're a skeptic, maybe they're nervous. What would be some suggestions you could provide to the listener that they can maybe start doing at home to start test driving this theory to see, to see what it feels like for them to try it on? Yeah, great question. And, and let me just say, you know, positive thinking isn't enough. And I think sometimes we tend to shame ourselves or beat ourselves up. Well, I'm just not thinking positive enough. Right. And there's, there's a whole system that we need to apply, right, in order to create those results. So it's, it's not just about affirmations. It's not just about positive thinking. Those are very important. And they're a key component, but there's a whole system, just like wiring your house, there's multiple steps required to create that end result. But one of the first places 
that I always encourage people to start is by having that crystal clear vision. Mm -hmm. Because in the absence of knowing what it is that you want to create, we're simply just reacting to our circumstances around us. Mm -hmm. And the more clear we are on what it is that we want to create, we start to see opportunities and resources show up for us that, that we otherwise would have missed. And in saying, what do you want? Learn from my mistake where it was, well, I I want to be a mom. That was the original vision. But my thought pattern wasn't a match to that. Mm -hmm. My thought pattern was the absence of what I wanted. And most people set their goals and their visions based on what they don't want. I want to get out of debt. I want to lose the weight. I don't want to be alone anymore. I don't want to do this job anymore. And we're talking and we're giving energy to what we don't want to create. So if, if this is like piqued your interest, the first place that we start is asking ourselves the question, well, what would you love? Mm-hmm. And starting to build that image of, of you living results that you would love to create. I love that. And, you know, it's very interesting because in society, we really are conditioned to move to the dark side, you know, oh, yeah, it's just, it's just the way, you know, between our inundation with social media and news, et cetera, et cetera. It's never in celebration of, of that positive reinforcement way of thinking. Fascinating part about it is it's actually the way our brains are designed. So it's, it's our brains are designed to look for fear, to look for danger, to keep us safe. And so, um, again, when we're beating ourselves up about not being able to think positive, it, you're, it's, it's the way you were built. <laughs> so not to be yourself about it. Right? it, it really is primal, but if we're not awake and aware of that, it dominates. And so the good news is we can consciously change that. But to your point, it's reinforced. We live in a, a negative, you know, we call it a, we have an atmosphere, but there's also a thoughtmosphere. And the thoughtmosphere on this globe is usually one of negative negativity, of scarcity, of lack, of fear. So that gets reinforced in us over and over again. And it's why we, you know, when we meet each other in the elevator, we complain about the weather, right? We connect on what's going wrong typically rather than what's going right. But we can change that. That's the good news. And when you think of somebody that is caught in the cycle, let's say, of the negative or that um, they find themselves much like you did for those three years landing in a place that they don't, how, how do you remind people to shift or what tools can you provide them to shift out? So they're clear on their vision, but they haven't quite stepped into the the energy piece of owning it in a way that they're really trying to attract because we both know, and I'm, I'm blessed to be passionate about the work that you do as well. We, we know that we attract what we put out and you weren't attracting your final goal. So how do we encourage the people listening to step beyond where they are, even though their vision might be positive, their responses aren't. Yeah, it's so fascinating because if you would have asked me for those three years, I would have told you I'm a positive person. I'm thinking good thoughts. I didn't even have the awareness that that's what I was thinking. And that the power of that is 
to know that if you're not producing the results you want, it really is an opportunity for self-reflection and honesty with yourself about, okay, if I'm not producing this result, what have my dominant thought patterns been? And I have client after client uh, where I'll calibrate their vision for them, which means they'll write a vision and we'll go through and we'll read it and we'll rewrite it. And it's amazing how subconsciously there's so much of what we don't want that comes out. So my point of this is it's really tough to see our blind spots Mm -hmm. and having somebody else, if it's a coach or a mentor to mirror to you, Hey, you, you probably can't see this for yourself, but here's what I'm hearing. That's really important. But the, what we can do on our own is to recognize that we have something within us called metacognition in Buddhism. They call it our observer self. It's our ability to be aware of the thoughts we're thinking. And most people on this planet aren't even aware to know that I can think my own thoughts. We're simply reacting and responding to the world around us. Mm -hmm. We wake up thinking the same thoughts that we woke up yesterday thinking or that our parents were thinking when we were kids. It's just programmed in us. So to make a conscious effort to tap into that metacognition and the way that we do that is by noticing what I'm noticing, starting to be more aware of what's coming out of your mouth, your your words are a window into your thoughts and just really starting to pay attention and notice if the thoughts are expansive Mm -hmm. or contractive. And we know that based on how we feel. When I think this thought, do I feel lit up or do I feel um, down? And you just start to pay attention to how your words and your thoughts make you feel. And it's a powerful indicator about the results that you are going to create. And this is why your vision is so important, because it gives you a place to think from. The moral compass, I like to call it. Our guiding light, our North Star, because when we're very clear on our vision, it's, it guides us back to all of that. That's our, you know, that's where we, um, and I love what you're sharing for people to really notice. We forget sometimes because we are so busy and we are inundated with so many messages. And, and again, that many of us forget that we have choice. Listen to what our body's saying. Exactly that. If, if what we're feeling, hearing, seeing, reading doesn't lift us up, if it makes us feel anything other than joy, chances are it's not bringing in the message that we want to receive. And I love that you said it so beautifully. So thank you so much for sharing that with everybody. Now you also shared with me, which I love, and you shared already with the audience. It wasn't always this way for you. What led you to this work outside? Like, you know, you had a massive transformation and an understanding and what drew you to that, that course? Like what brought you to this place in time? Oh, it was, it was a longing. It was, um, And I'm sure people are listening to this because there's this sense of there's got to be more to life than this. And, you know, I, I believe that and I know that we are meant to expand. We're meant to grow. And so it was, you know, I'm a seeker. And I imagine most of this audience were seekers. We're looking 
uh, to better understand ourselves. And sometimes that first starts with, I want to do different work in the world, or I want more money, or I want a nicer home. Like that's often where it starts is in the material world, which is great. We live in a material world. Um, And usually underneath that, there's a self-discovery that occurs. You know, I, I got brought to doing this work full time. So that was 2008. And I didn't start my company until 2014. And that desire really came. I had climbed the corporate ladder. I was in an executive position doing work that I loved that lit me up for a long time. But there, there came a time where I just felt like I was meant for more. Um, you know, I had a young family now. So we went from no kids to three kids. And I wanted to be there for them in a different way and have more freedom and make more impact. And, and again, that just got me looking at what's next and how can I bring my love of this personal development and transformation in a bigger way to the world. And um, again, through a series of decisions and not always easy, Jenny, right? To, yeah. you know, <laughs> I was the breadwinner for my family. Um, my husband's a stay-at-home dad, and I made the decision to leave a corporate job to start a business. And it was a bold decision, but I am so grateful to the version of me that said yes to that because my life is so enriched because of it. Well, and you know, I'm so thrilled that you shared that part because fear can hold us in places we don't belong anymore for too long. And the fact that you had the courage to take that big leap, knowing you had those external pressures of being the provider and the financial provider, I want to be clear, obviously your husband was definitely providing in different ways as well, but it can hold you hostage in the situation that you're in. So I admire your courage for stepping into that, your purpose. Yeah. And not in the absence of fear, that's for wow. sure. And, and I like to share, you know, I, I, it took me about two years to finally make that decision. And in those two years, I was waiting for it to be more convenient and I was waiting for it to be more comfortable. Yeah. And convenience and comfort, they just never show up when we're <laughs> pursuing that vision. And um, there was there was a lot of fear. And, and I think for your listeners too, to understand that fear often disguises itself as practicality. Yes. So fear is not always the big bad wolf energy or um, it's, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do this. You know, mine was when the kids are older, when the mortgage is paid down, when, you know what, this isn't practical. And so to be able to discern where we think we're being practical, we're being realistic, we're being smart. And oftentimes that's just a, another way that fear is holding us back, which is so fascinating. I love to call it um, denial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to, you know, justify myself out of, out of having to take that leap or, um, the, you know, I was in the same position when I was looking at taking over and stepping into your holistic earth. That was, there were many moments where I was like, no, this isn't the right time. All the things I, I, I deeply remember those decisions. And then, standing in that moment and saying, no, I'm going for it. This is what I'm supposed to do. And haven't looked back, thankfully. Haven't, you know, like you, I can't say it was, a, it's been a hundred percent a smooth ride, but it's been the right decision the whole time. So, mm-hmm. And uh, it's not always the, you know, I'm not inviting anybody to, to give their notice and leave their job today, but sometimes <laughs> right? it's, yeah. 
putting your profile on that dating website. It's getting to the gym after decades of not being there. It's right there. It there's all sorts of things when we're moving forward. It's whatever your step to take is. There's no comparison when it comes to that fear of but it's your step towards your path. But just to know that fear will always be present. Um, and it's the, it's the courage to, to do it anyways. Well, and you shared at the beginning of our, our time together, and it's so true. Fear, it, you know, our natural primal response is to analyze fear. Do I need to freeze? Do I need to run, fight? Or do I need to fight? And many times when it comes to decision-making, you know, we're not having a lot of that fight process anymore because really there's not a lot of primal things that are trying to take us down. However, the response is still the same. So it, it can be extremely fearful making that type of decision and honoring that and seeing it for what it is. And is it true? Is it serving you in this time? And honoring the fact that it's okay to have those feelings and discern, like you said, if, um, if now's the time and are you, again, I love that you share that because I've done the same thing. I can justify the heck out of anything when it comes yes. to, my, you know, oh no, this is not the right time. <laughs> and I would, I think it's so important, you know, our, our life may not be on the line as far as the saber tooth tiger anymore. But your life is absolutely on the line because the biggest regret people have on their deathbed is the things they didn't do. And so when we can associate, if I don't do this, there's a cost to that. If I don't take this step, what does that trajectory look like? And is that what I really want for myself? And so, um, you know, sometimes we need to dial up that, okay, my life really is on the line here if I don't do this. And that's a great way to get ourselves to take action. Yeah, the, the, the biggest thing we need to remember as human beings, and, you know, I share this often, we are blessed with choice and we're actually blessed with an expiry date that we don't know when it comes. Yeah. So we want to live every single moment to the fullest of our capabilities and step in, just step in. I think that's so amazing. So Stacey, when you think about what you know now and the wisdom you've developed, when you think of the younger version of yourself, what is one piece of advice would you give yourself as a younger version of you? Mm, great question. I would give myself, so I entered the corporate world really young and I climbed it pretty quickly. So I was a young female inside of that. And one of my coping mechanisms was the kind of the shield, right? Like you got to look like you got it all figured out. And um, there was a lacking of vulnerability and I would say authenticity, right? That you know, I'm really proud of what I accomplished, but knowing what, and I know I couldn't have done it any differently, but knowing what I know now, I wish I would have um, just leaned into more of that intuitive authenticity while climbing that. And you know what, that may not even have been available to me, um, that, right, it all works out perfectly, but 
to, to be able to know that now for myself. I think that's why we asked that question, right? Am I being my authentic, vulnerable self now? Um, it's a great question. Well, well, and you know, this is the thing, hindsight, they say, right? (laughs) Now we're, I can't believe how fast this time goes together in our conversation. Is there a question that I haven't asked you yet that you would love to make sure that the audience knows? I would love the audience to know that you are capable of so much more than you are aware of. And sometimes it can be tough to see that, that deserving, that capacity within ourselves. So go surround yourself with people who can know that for you. Um, but no, it's, it's absolutely true. And, and like we started this conversation, just like there are laws of electricity, there are laws of transformation. So anything that you're dreaming about, it is absolutely possible. Absolutely possible. And what's amazing, and I hope those of you that are listening really hear that to the core. It's not always about knowing the pathway. It's not always <sighs> knowing about how to get there. You just have to believe it's possible. And then you can start moving into action, putting one step forward. So Trace, I just, the one thing I want to talk about really quick is you are providing a free workshop. Is that correct? You have access to a free workshop? So I have, uh, what I would love to offer this group is if you are interested in having some support to really discover what that vision is, understand what's been holding you back, right? I couldn't see what was holding me back. I needed somebody else to point that out to me and really begin to understand what that system is. I would love to offer a complimentary conversation with somebody from my team where we'll spend 45 minutes with you really unpacking that vision and what your best next step is. So a powerful time and and can be truly life-changing. Okay, that's so incredibly generous. So anybody out there that's feeling like you guys can't step into this or you're not sure where to begin, take Stacy and her team up on this offer. You guys, the connection will be all laid out in the show notes. So don't worry. We'll make sure you can connect with her there. And also Stacy is an incredible member of your holistic earth. If for some reason you can't find the information on the show notes, all you have to do is go over to your holistic earth and search up Stacy in the directory and she'll pop up and you'll be able to access her um, and find how to reach her through there. So Stacy, any final notes that you want to share before we sign off today? Oh, this has been great, Jenny. Thank you for the good work you're doing in the world and and for having me. And it it really is a a privilege. Oh, I feel the same way. And I, your message is so timely right now. You guys do not hesitate to step in, take the opportunity. This is a gift that could change your life forever. Please reach out and take the gift of a phone call. You never know, like we were just talking about, or where this phone call will lead you. It's really, really, um, if this is your sign, take it. If you've been questioning, this is your sign. So step in. 
Thanks again so much, Stacey, for being on the show and sharing this with our community. I am so grateful. For those of you that are listening, thank you again from the bottom of my heart, as well as our communities for stepping in and really looking at how you can live your best life. We are so excited and honored to be about the you know process of inspiring the wellness warrior in you. Do not hesitate to keep rising up and changing your own game. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Winning with Wellness. If something you heard today sparked your interest or fired up your curiosity, please head over to Apple Podcasts now, hit subscribe and leave us a review. Your review helps us ignite the wellness warriors in others. Your community is waiting for you. Don't forget to activate your free wellness membership to your holistic earth. You'll find the link in the show notes. It is never too late to redefine your wellness, and you don't have to do it alone. One small action can lead to life-changing results. I know because it did for me. And from my heart to yours, thank you for sharing your most valuable asset with me, you.